certain statements in this podcast are forward-looking statements as defined in the Private Securities Litigation Reform Act of 1995. These statements involve risks, uncertainties, and other factors that may cause actual results to differ materially from the information expressed or implied by these forward-looking statements and may not be indicative of future results. In evaluating such statements, you should review carefully various risks and uncertainties in the company's SEC filings. These risks and uncertainties could cause the company's actual results to differ materially from those indicated in the forward-looking statements. We undertake no duty to update this information unless required by law. Welcome to the Stock to Me podcast powered by IBN. This original audio production delivers market and sector insights, as well as exclusive interviews with innovative executives shaping the future in fast-moving industries, and may feature a client partner of IBM or one of the 60-plus investor-focused brands within IBM's dynamic brand portfolio. As a multifaceted financial news and publishing company, IBM leverages its extensive distribution network, utilizing multiple proprietary corporate communication tools to introduce both public and private companies to a vast and diverse audience of investors, consumers, influencers, journalists, and other targeted segments of the public. IBM may have received compensation to produce this audio content. Please be sure to read IBM's entire disclaimers for full disclosures. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the next revelatory episode of IBM's Stock to Me podcast. Thank you all for joining us for our latest podcast episode with Alan. He is the CEO of D-Wave Quantum, which is a leader in quantum computing systems, software, and services. Alan, I'm excited to have you on the show. Your company has been a pioneer in the space for decades now, and I know our audience will be very interested to hear your unique insights. Thanks, Jonathan, and it's a pleasure for me to be here with you. Awesome. Well, maybe just to kick things off, can you share with us your journey to becoming the CEO of D-Wave and uh, what inspired you to enter the field of quantum computing? I'd love to. So my background is in technology. I have a PhD from MIT in theory of computation. So while I'm not a quantum physicist, I am able to hold my own pretty well with our science and engineering team, which is really spectacular. But I also have a very strong business sense. And so I built my career around driving new technologies into the marketplace. For example, I was the first president of JavaSoft at Sun Microsystems, where I was responsible for really bringing the Java technology to, uh, to market, growing the revenue, uh, build a, building the developer ecosystem, really creating the Java industry. And now D-Wave is allowing me to apply that to leading the next wave of computing, which of course is quantum computing. Yeah. Um, can you just explain in simple terms what quantum computing is and how it differs from classical computing? Sure. So quantum computing is nothing more than using quantum mechanical effects, things like superposition, entanglement, or tunneling to solve computationally hard problems faster or better than they can be solved using classical computers. And quantum computing can be applied to both revolutionary applications, things like developing designer drugs, a drug created for just you and your set of ailments, or global weather modeling. I think of those as revolutionary applications, but it can also be applied to evolutionary applications. These are things like improving employee scheduling or improving autonomous vehicle routing on manufacturing plant floor. Um, these are problems that businesses are solving today 
It's just that they're computationally so hard that businesses are using heuristics to try to come up with what they hope are good enough solutions. But with quantum computing, we're able to deliver better solutions faster to those problems. That's exciting. And how would you describe the current state of quantum computing? So uh, quantum computing is crossing the chasm right now from experimentation to enterprise usage. But D-Wave is the only company that can say that because at D-Wave, uh, we took a different approach to quantum computing from everybody else in the industry. We decided to start with annealing quantum computing. And annealing is a much easier technology to work with. It's easier to scale. It's much less sensitive to errors. And that has allowed us to become commercial today. And we are actually driving adoption in the market today with real customers who have applications in production today, helping to benefit their business operations. But nobody else in the quantum industry can say that because everybody else decided to select a different approach to quantum. It's called gate, which is a much more challenging technology. And we're probably seven or more years away from seeing commercial usage of those technologies. And what would you say are some common misconceptions about the space? Yeah, um, sort of related to the comments I just made, you'll often hear that quantum computing isn't really available today, or it's not yet ready for prime time. So, you know, you can start experimenting with it, but you really can't start using it to benefit your business. And that's just a misconception. With annealing quantum computing, as I've already said, we are in the market today. We have customers like MasterCard or Deloitte or IPG uh, or Vinci Energies. These are customers that are already using our quantum computers to help solve some of their hard problems. And what are just some of the recent significant milestones D-Wave has achieved so far? Yep. Well, first of all, as I've already mentioned, the fact that we have customers already using our quantum systems in production to support their business operations. And this is a very transformative shift from experimentation to true enterprise use. Uh, beyond that, we've got a very strong uh, product roadmap and product development program focused on improving the performance of our quantum computers. We do this by continually adding more qubits, adding more connectivity between the qubits, increasing the coherence times uh, on those qubits. And all of this is what allows us to solve larger and more complex problems faster and with better solutions. On top of that, we've got our next generation processor, Advantage 2, that uh, uh, is making excellent progress. Uh, we've already delivered two smaller scale versions of that, and we're about to deliver a third medium scale version of it on our way to the full 7,000 qubit version. Um, we've developed new error mitigation uh, techniques for our annealing quantum computers. As I said, we're much less sensitive to errors than gate model systems, but uh, there are still errors that can creep in and we've developed error mitigation techniques. We also have research efforts underway to be the first quantum company to definitively demonstrate quantum supremacy. Others have claimed quantum supremacy, but uh, pretty quickly after those claims were made, it was shown that 
those results really did not rise to the level of true quantum supremacy. Uh, we're quite far down the path, we believe, of being the first company to show uh, definitively quantum supremacy and on an important real world problem, not just an esoteric benchmark problem. So stay tuned. This is something that you're going to be hearing more about from D-Wave in the very near future. And finally, there's new government legislation that is actually incorporating annealing and hybrid quantum using quantum together with classical into the sorts of areas that the U.S. government should be investing in. For example, the new National Defense Authorization Act was signed into law by President Biden at the very end of last year. And in this new National Defense Authorization Act, it explicitly calls out annealing and hybrid quantum computing, as well as the need for DOD to invest in near-term applications, not just long-term research. All very important, significant milestones. For sure. And why do customers choose to work with D-Wave over other quantum computing companies? Um, because we deliver because we can actually help them improve their business. And let me give you some examples. Pattison Food Group. Pattison Food Group is using us for two different applications. One is optimizing e-commerce uh, driver delivery, where they're now able to create delivery schedules across more than 100 stores in what used to take 80 hours, now being done in 15 hours each week, so an 80% savings. Or employee scheduling, trimmed what used to take 25 hours each week to do the scheduling, now down to less than two minutes a week. Or another example, a partner of ours, Savant X, they've worked on optimizing peer operations at shipping ports. Leveraging our technology, they were able to improve throughput at Pier 300, which is the busiest port at the port of LA, and reduce the turnaround time for trucks through the port by up to 12%. Moreover, they were able to increase the number of containers that each crane can move across the port in a day by 60%, meaning fewer cranes, less carbon emissions. They've also been working on aircraft network optimization. They've been working with the Air Force Research Lab, the Materials and Manufacturing Group in Dayton, and they've been able to optimize the cost, time, and asset utilization for cargo transport. They've been able to reduce fuel consumption by 8% and decrease maintenance by 15% while improving the positioning of the aircraft. Uh, another example is uh, IPG, a large advertising firm that works with customers on promotional tours, and they've been able to significantly reduce the operational costs for those tours by improving how the tours get routing. Um, in one particular case, uh, they were able to solve a really important problem in less than an hour that was taking them much, much longer to solve. And I'll just go through one more since I'm kind of on a roll. Sure. Um, Vinci Energies, uh, a large construction company in Europe that, that's been working with us on sustainable HVAC network designs 
for complex building. And what they found is that by using their technology, they can develop uh, solutions much more quickly with shorter duct lengths, fewer construction elements, and much more aesthetically pleasing. Just to name a few. Wow, yeah, that is quite a list. And uh, looking you know, forward to the future now, uh, what are some of the next big goals for D-Wave? Yeah. So uh, obviously we are going to continue focusing on accelerating customers' development of applications that leverage quantum and the movement of those applications from development into production. Um, there are uh, a few key verticals that we've identified as frankly, relatively low hanging fruit for the use of D-Wave technologies. These include manufacturing and logistics. And so we're gonna be heavily focused on helping customers in those verticals as we move forward. And of course, AI and machine learning. Uh, we are already supporting AI and machine learning through a feature selection service that we provide, which is an important component of machine learning, but we are now working on prompt optimization and model training. This is R&D that we're doing right now. And we believe that by leveraging quantum samples rather than classical samples, we'll be able to deliver uh, much more accurate and much more powerful machine learning solutions. Obviously, we're continuing to work on scientific advancements. As I've already said, uh, you can expect to see from us a sustainable uh, quantum supremacy result on an important real world problem. We're continuing our product innovation uh, designed to continually help customers support larger and more complex problems faster. And now with the recent legislation coming through the US government, the new focus there on annealing quantum computing, as well as near-term applications, we think there's a very significant opportunity for us with the US government going forward as well. I bet. And just to wrap this up, as a last question, uh, what's the final takeaway you think investors should have about D-Wave and just quantum tech in general? Yeah, so look, this is just an incredible time for quantum computing and for D-Wave in particular. Quantum is here today. It's no longer a lab experiment. We have customers that have moved into production with their quantum enabled application and many more that we're working with to help build the applications. But D-Wave is the only commercial quantum computing company. We're the only company today that is solving those real world problems. That gives us a huge first mover advantage and head start on building the quantum industry and the quantum marketplace. Uh, and of course, you can always expect us to continue to drive innovations, uh, scientific ad advancements, uh, and grow our intellectual property portfolio. Amazing. Well, it's definitely been exciting to see your story unfold you know, over the year plus that I've been following it. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, Alan. It's really incredible you know, just to think about the new possibilities being unlocked by your company's ongoing advancements. And uh, I'm excited to see where things head for you next. Well, Jonathan, thanks for the time. And I've had a pleasure speaking with you. I'm looking forward to the next time we get together and you can always expect exciting new things from us.
This Talk To Me podcast is an original content production powered by IBN, a multifaceted financial news and publishing company that delivers next-generation corporate communication solutions. Utilizing proprietary corporate communication tools such as news aggregation and syndication, social communication, and brand awareness techniques, among others, IBN introduces both public and private companies to diverse audiences to enhance reach and recognition. IBN may receive compensation for services and solutions provided to its client partners. You should assume that the owners, officers, and directors of IBN or financial analysts mentioned in this production may hold a position in and may intend to trade the securities in their own accounts. This production is not an offer or recommendation to buy or sell any securities that may be mentioned in this production. The information in this broadcast is presented solely for informative purposes and is not intended to be or should it be construed as investment advice. As in all investments, investment in the featured companies carries inherent investment risk. Listeners should review the companies thoroughly with a registered investment advisor or registered stockbroker. This production by IBN is not purported to be a complete study of the featured company or other companies mentioned. Information used in statements of fact have been obtained from featured companies and other sources but not verified nor guaranteed by IBN as to completeness and accuracy. Such information is subject to change without notice. Please see IBN's full disclaimers and disclosures at www.ibn.fm forward slash disclaimer. Music in this episode is by Infraction. For more, visit inaudio.org.